Welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm tonguing my cursed armholes, Vincent Perez. I'm strung up so I can, <laughs> I can be a ballerina on Lauren Rush. And I'm banging my head on the street sign, Kevin Baba. You know your voice cracks every time you do this intro? I every, pa- every time. I, oh, who? Me or Vince? Vince. You. Me? Oh. Me. Uh, this week. pause every time. <laughs> this week we fuck our brains right the fuck up with that spooky shit in the Junji Ito collection. Spooky shit. <laughs> spooky shit. And this week we are joined by artist extraordinaire, Alex Icarino. What's up, dudes? Welcome, welcome to our humble abode, Alex. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. So, uh, I do have I have one question for you before we really get into the the meat and potatoes what we do here in the show. Um, I should have asked you this before. Is this your first podcast? <laughs> this is my first... Um... It's one of my first podcasts. I'm normally like a behind the curtain kind of guy, but uh-huh. I've I've stumbled my way through a couple ones in the past. <laughs> so bear with me. You're good, man. We've had a lot of first timers on here. Cool. Yeah, you said so, Junji uh, Ito, and I was like, I'll I'll show up. Like I'll do. <laughs> I'll make a <laughs> fool of myself. Man. You just you type you tell me when to stop talking, and I'll you know, you point me in the direction of whoever wants to hear about it. So, uh, so tell us a little bit more about your uh, your anime history. Oh, yeah. what, ki- mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of experience do you have with <laughs> anime? Oh man, I I have a cool cousin story. That's at anime cons. Like I, I call them cool cousin stories, where I, you know, I have a lot of like anime related art, and no one can just buy a print. They have to share their cool cousin story, where they're like, oh, Evangelion. Let me buy that. First time I saw Evangelion, and I'm just like trying to ring him up. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, my cousin, he he had a cardboard box of VHS tapes that he ordered from abroad. And, and, you know, and it's like, okay, all right. I've had the same conversation, not with you, but with a thousand people before. It's it's going to be $19. Thank you. Here you go. So, I, but that, I mean, my cool cousin story is the same as everyone else's. Like, is just like a teen growing up, having like an older brother, older cousin, Introduce me to it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. This is so fucking true. Holy By God. the way, that thousand people thing is not oh an exaggeration. <laughs> because oh, no. the entire oh. time at Magfest, when we when when Alex either was at or was not at his booth, <laughs> there was a fucking line of people there looking at shit. Yeah, you know, man, you, you saw it, like, dude. <laughs> it's, it's wild. We had to we had to make you leave to go get water for yourself. Yeah, we've been those people before. <laughs> Well, I, you know, those people keep the lights on here. I love them. So I just. I'm waiting on that berserk print, of... Alex. Oh, dude. Those just like went out the other day. Those were so. I'm so pumped. I, I've been following your uh, your progress on those prints and it looks real good. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's hard to like praise the print job of that without sounding like I'm bragging about. Dude, like brag, I'm proud of my brag. work. But like Valhalla, the screen printers in Kansas City who I use, um, they had printed them and had them ready for me to see. Uh, when I rolled up for the comic convention last weekend. So it's like, it's even though I made the art, it's kind of like my chance to see it for the first time in this printed format. And so it's like, it, it looks so cool. Like it's so, they did a, a great job churning that out. And we got some video of them working on it too on my Instagram. It's it's a really cool process. That's awesome. So what's your, uh, your cousin story? 
Oh, dude, no, that's it. Like, I'm, you know, 16. I go to hang out with my cousin. He's like 10 years older than me. You know, my mom's like, don't let him watch any R-rated movies. And he's like, yeah, not a problem. We'll just watch the unrated director's cuts of Akira and Ghost in the Shell. And these aren't rated. You're not in trouble. And, oh, dude, like, so, you know, uh, everything, pretty much every anime thing that I've done a poster for has just been going down that list of things that blew my mind when I was young. So, like, a lot of, like, Bebop, uh, Ghost in the Shell, the film, uh, Evangelion is like my number one. That's one Kira. print that you've done that I want, and you don't sell it anymore. The Evangelion? <laughs> yeah. I I almost didn't have any copies of that myself. Uh, I had a, my assistant at my booth when I was I was taking a bathroom break. She accidentally sold number one of a hundred to a customer, oh <laughs> and I came back and she told me about it, and I was like, "Describe him. Where is he?" Like I had to go find. I I didn't get it back, but yeah, I was kind of. I don't even have a copy of that thing. So. Wow. That's rough. At least not in that like variant or that colorway. You know, we might do something down the road. but Maybe whenever that fourth movie comes out. Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, I know you're a huge fan of, like, Junji Ito. I've seen your Akira collection, at least, like, a chunk of it on Instagram. That was really impressive. Oh, my little Akira shrine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of toys there. Yeah, I hit I hit that hard, man. That one's just kind of been like like Akira and Evangelion are two animes that have meant something to me uh, in different ways throughout time. Like when I was kind of a angsty, horny teenager, you know, I loved Evangelion for the <laughs> fan service and the blood and the and Akira for just like screaming and breaking buildings and then as an adult you know you start to view these from more of like the the perspective of these tormented children and like i've oh dude akira and evangelion i've got like monoliths in my apartment like shrines to these things so uh so sophie's choice you have to pick one to die which one dies Ooh. evangelion yeah yeah no like no seriously we don't need that fourth movie we're good like I I will put you How down. You like, <laughs> that that's we're good. We're all right. It can go. Akira is yeah. just so like Akira is so great. I love Akira. Um, I you know especially like growing older and having an appreciation for the animation industry, and you know I'll, I'll, what's really cool is I have an opportunity at conventions to turn kids onto these older titles for the first time and. I'm getting to the point where it's like my second year to con and they're like, Oh dude, like, you know, we went and checked out Akira based on your suggestion and it was okay. Like, you know, and it's like, no, you don't understand, dude. Like that thing raised the bar for yeah, like the field really, of animation. Really You're the older cousin now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, I'm now uh, the, what is it? The, the, is a cousin, a cousin to a cousin? I was going to say the so cousins cousin. become the cousin, but... The second cousin? The second cousin, The young right? cousins become cousin. the cool cousin. There you go. Yeah. But it's just like, we, we've become like the grizzled old people with anime. We're the ones that complain about, back in my day... Oh, yeah, no I had joke. to go to Suncoast and Sam Goody to get my, get my fix. When I was in Japan, we, were, um, we had dinner with uh, my friend's family, and there was a young girl who liked anime, but, uh, you know, she when I explained, like, the titles I liked, she didn't... Uh, Devin was translating, but he's like, you know, I explained the titles that I liked, and she said something, and he translated, and he goes, "Oh, old man anime." Oh <laughs> no! So, 
that's like my at the at the booth at cons now i'm like oh like oh do you have any uh, my hero academia art and i'm like nope just old man anime. <laughs> <laughs> got that got that berserk that trigon mm-hmm. that bebop i got that good shit i got that yeah that big ass akira poster i told you to hang up yeah but it's weird over there because like manga is an anime is so like culturally uh it's such a part of their lives like you can find uh information uh posters in the subway that are a manga like like you could you could have a 50 year old businessman who loves manga and then you know this 14 year old uh school girl who called me old man anime you know you could have her and she'd love her manga but the two of them would have nothing in common because one dude loves uh, a cooking manga or a, a law manga and she loves slice of you know that it, it's it's not like here in america where it's like you you go into a room maybe in high school and you find like the one other kid that's like oh you like manga that's what's up we're best friends and you guys like that's your connecting thing over there it's it's so it's so varied and it's so present it's kind of nuts they have Damn. they have something for everything there oh yeah, yeah there's that new one yeah. that i really want to we need the official translations for that one about the retired yakuza who's like a family man now i've seen i think like, panels i think I've seen from it something on that and somebody did a really rough translation of it and it's really funny that sounds cool i'd, I'd read that i perked up that yakuza yakuza stuff <laughs> i'm always down for that yakuza and gangster stuff <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we have some news this week. We have one chunk of news this week, Kevin. Yeah, that's all we needed for this week, because this is the news that happened yesterday. Like, literally last night. This happened last night, live on Twitter. Live on Twitch. Uh, the Anime Awards. Which we didn't get invited to. What the fuck, Crunchyroll? Yeah, what the fuck, Crunchyroll? Because <laughs> we shit all over their, their, uh... their descriptions. Yo, shout out to this car <laughs> alarm that's going off outside my house. <laughs> Shouts out to that car alarm. So, uh, yeah, they did the Anime Awards. How did they get in on Anime Awards before, like, Funimation ever did? I guess because Funimation didn't really, like, branch out into that realm of, like, eating up social media. Yeah, because Crunchyroll's all over social media. Funimation's getting to it now, but it's, like, a little late. That wasn't a focus for them. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, I just feel like Crunchyroll always came out, like, left field, even though it was, like... I mean, they totally did. But the people who do social media stuff for Crunchyroll, like, probably put this together and, like... They just do whatever the fuck they want to. Cause... Like, yeah. They're like, hey, this will get people to check out our fucking website. Crunchyroll also uh, had the Crunchyroll, like, an anime convention. Like, they yep. tried yeah. to make their own. And I uh, guess it was decent. I didn't their second year, but... they're doing it again this year. So. Yeah, because that's like TwitchCon, too. Twitch has their own. Yeah. Like, they're partnered up with MacFest. If you buy a badge for one, you can go to the other one, like, certain parts of it. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they're, they're held the oh. same weekend, so, like, you can take your badge from one con and, like, go to, like, the dealer's room for this convention, or, like... Oh, that's kind of like what they do with uh, New York Comic Con and, uh... And, uh, Anime, uh, Anime New York, or whatever the... Anime New York, yeah. yeah. That, that one, that, that one that runs along the same so, time. Yeah, they combine them. Were you surprised by any of these, any of these fucking announcements, Kev, for their um, awards? Not surprised. I mean, the, the one that really caught me was Anime of the Year, um... I had never read what won Best Manga. I actually read a chapter of it today. Best Manga. Where's My Lesbian Experience. My Lesbian Experience. Oh, I, okay. So I heard something about that, but I haven't been able to read it yet. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to just run down this and just 
Oh, I didn't know that my lesbian I mean, experience was a manga. I thought that was a Western indie comic. Interesting. Yeah. Because it definitely has like a like a Daniel Close, at least like judging a book by its cover, it looked like a... Yeah, based on the style. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Put it on the list. Uh, you know, do we really have to go? I mean, all this is pretty much like My Hero everything, Academia. Oh, yeah. My Hero Academia won everything. Cleaned Like, sweat. Uh, like, uh, Todoroki beat Deku for best But boy. Deku won best hero. Deku won best hero. Stain won best villain. Ochako, which I don't agree no. with, won best girl. Everyone knows Suyu is best girl. Yes. Um, Slice of Life. I thought that one was kind of fun. Was like Girls Last Tour is that one Girls with the, Tour uh, pretty really funny. ugly art. Yeah. With a really ugly art and the tank girls. Yeah, I like that. Um, I I like to fall asleep to that. Like that's been my nap anime. If I miss yeah. whatever happened, I just move to the next episode, and it's I'm, it's kind of. I'm cute. really happy that Kobayashi won for best comedy because it's a fun. Best continuing fun. series being March comes like a lion. March comes in like a lion is very good though. I have not seen it's, any it's of it. It's very good. I think you'd actually really enjoy it. Is it like is it I like your lie in April where it's just fucking sad? No. No, but I got bored with it like, <laughs> the first episode, so just like mm, this kid's sulking and I'm over it. Uh, best films, obviously your name, <laughs> like that. I'm tired of emo fucking high school kids. <laughs> uh, industry icon for Christopher Sabat, like which is that's that's really cool. I mean, he's been doing stuff since we were kids. Vegeta, Vegeta's got an Vegeta. industry icon. Vegeta. Vegeta. Vegetable. Veg- vegetable man. Yeah. Man, Made in Abyss. I have to go give that another shot because I only got like four episodes in. I need to get into it too. So it was sold pretty hard to me. So I went in with, you know, I had a friend that was like, "Oh, it's just as good as Evangelion." You know, I know you you've been getting into Lovecraft. Like, you're gonna find some hints of that you'll really like. It's mm. it's it's like, a mindfuck, just like Ava. And then uh, four episodes in, I'm like, "Where's where's the beef?" What? I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't think it, it should have been animated yet. What? Okay, now now I just want to know what you think it should have been animated. I feel like the, the Ancient Magus' Bride should have been animated yet. Really? Ancient Magus' Bride has been fantastic from from start to still continuing. Ancient. So you're supporting buying girl slaves, Kevin. <laughs> Don't be an ass. Don't be an ass. I mean... Oh, this is the one with not the... wrong. Don't be an ass. Don't so don't don't feed into that, Lauren. Don't. I didn't know. I didn't know you felt that way about buying child wives, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> I think I've seen this. All oh, that's gonna be taken chat. so far out of context. Is... I'm so out of it. Like all these titles. So my girlfriend, she'll watch anime while I'm drawing, and I have such like a like an old man anime take on these where it's like, <laughs> Oh, that's the one. Cause I'll just like pop in and talk some shit and then like go back to drawing and she'll like watch this one. And I'll be like, what's this dude doing? What's this? What's that? Like, what the stuff that you're into though. I think you'd like my hero academia. Actually. Yeah, yeah. probably. I give it a few. Uh, he, the, the, the one dude that's like the hero is actually like a skinny, sickly kind of guy. Oh, all might. Yeah. That's as far as I've gotten. It's, um, you gotta get... It definitely hits its it hits its stride later in the first season. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. And the like, manga gets also, intense. once like if if you're experienced with Naruto, it hits one of those like Gara versus Rock Lee moments, like right near the end of the the first season. 
I, I have to admit, I haven't watched an episode of Naruto. Oh, Aww. shit. I know, I'm so sorry. So, okay. No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Whenever, whenever we do the episode, because I want to do an episode with Connor, because Connor said he'd do it, uh, oh my about God. talking this about Naruto. Naruto. Just Naruto just talking about it. I want Alex on that episode. Actually, uh, Alex, I have an episode that I have in mind for you. Like, as a joke? Like, I just... <laughs> no, because you have no idea what the fuck this is. That's fantastic. Yeah. I... I've had... You can bring that old man perspective to Naruto. I don't want it to be, like, one of these things where I... Uh, I I'll give it a chance one day. I, I will. There, I, there is... Uh, I would say definitely read the manga yes. over watch the anime. Yes. Because the manga is, like, real good artwork-wise. Um, there's an episode I do want to have you back on for eventually. Um, we talked about doing... we talking about DBZ films. Well, no, no. We talked about doing movies. Um, we texted about that. And one of the big ones we put on there was Akira. I would honestly love to have you back on for that one. Um, just because... Yeah, yeah, right now, man. You're, you, you and Vince are two, like, the biggest Akira fucking people that I know. So... Fuck yeah. <laughs> right on. But... Let's go to the actual meat potatoes of the show. That reminds me, we need to remake your arm. Yeah, I need, I need to remake my arm. My arm's all you fucked up. You got up. all swollen shit. Yeah, my arm got yeah, a bit bigger, fit. and uh, I just know how to make it better now, so. Oh, cool. Did you, uh, you have, like, a Tetsuo, like, cosplay arm, or? Uh-huh. Very awesome. I wanted it to be a little emo boy with a robot arm. Dude, that's that's cool. You don't see a lot of people, like, trying to rock. Like, you always see the red Kaneda suit. Kaneda. You know, I just, sometimes I just you see like, Tetsu own some boots and the red cape, but no one really tackles that arm. I went for the arm just because I like I felt like I had to. The arm was like one of my favorite parts of him. It was just like once he started like adding his machine parts at the end of that fucking movie, I was just like, yes, <laughs> yes. And then it started going downhill from there. Then he popped his girlfriend. Calrie, <laughs> I can feel her pain inside me. <laughs> 16-year-old me, like, oh. <laughs> oh, he just popped his girlfriend. Shit. Not in the fun way. Yeah. It's like wow. two frames where her eyeball floats up for a second. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Uh, who wants to... Should we get... Alex, Alex, yeah, Alex is our guest. He can read the show description. Uh, the show description. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> The works of one of the most famous Japanese horror manga artists, Junji Ito, finally gets animated. This will be an omnibus animation where each episode will start different protagonists, such as the famous Tomie, Soichi, and Fuki? Is that Fuchi. Fuchi? 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 Yeah. Uh, so, first impressions. Um, Alex, you can go ahead and go first. What were your, what were your first impressions for this? I know you probably have a decent amount of history with Junjito. I wasn't a fan. Honestly, I don't think I would have made it in uh, six episodes. I don't. I, I would have stopped had it not been for you know being a guest on this podcast and like wanting to know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, yeah, it, it felt more like a duty past episode uh, four. Okay. I, yeah. I, I wish I, uh, it like honestly like as fun as it is for it to be animated, it's just better when you can. Read can we talk it. about how that so how the intro doesn't fit with this like, show though? Oh uh-huh. yeah, not at all. 
Like, the intro sucked. Like, the... Mm-hmm. Oh, the OP? Yeah. I didn't mind you don't, it. You don't like the OP? No. God, no. <laughs> for for this being Jinji Ito work, I want some, like, dark shit. I want, I want something that sounds like, like I'm going to... spoopy, yeah. It wasn't very spoopy. Yeah. It was more just, like, standard kind of... Rock. Like, J- I want some like, J-Rock. I want some, like... Cool goth shit like let's 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 be sad about this <laughs> i want some heavy like dirt and gray like uh, gross fucking no. like screaming oh yeah well and not just the intro but like the whole series there wasn't uh much body horror i i think it was all pretty safe like it was yeah it was yeah. um episode four the... is the shiver story and that's probably yeah the extent of the body horror i think yeah i mean unless or episode even, seven even and eight more. has something in store for me like that was the peak yeah. for body horror like, i think episode six window next door was the best like um like direct translation of a story over to like like that was pretty straightforward like what happened in that manga and kind of did a good job but I, are we talking are we talking spoilers in this or are we yeah I, yeah, well, I thought the long it. dream did pretty okay. Yeah, the long dream. I just wish I second just episode. Wish, like, they could have done so much more with the animation and style. It, it mm-hmm. just felt so cheap. Like, okay, so let's cheap. let's go over some factoids real quick, and then we can talk a little bit more about why that would be the case. Uh, as for factoids, Junji Ito, uh, super super famous manga artist, super niche kind of uh, kind of guy. Uh, he was born in July 31st, 1963. He's best known for uh, Tomie, Uzumaki, and Gyo. Those are like his main, mainstay works. Um, he originally started as a dental technician and began drawing manga as a hobby in the early That's 90s. Crazy. Yeah, right? Uh, his works are known for the really, really creepy storylines, really creepy characters, and the really creepy feeling that you're left with after reading it. Um, his work has been adapted into numerous movies and animations, but we'll be covering the most recent one, which is the Junjito Collection, which is currently airing. Um, as for the history for the series, uh, it's animated by Studio Dean. Studio Dean has done a lot of anime. Uh, they've done Ranma, ha- Ranma Half, uh, Macaroni Kenshin, uh, Hoshin Engi, Get Backers, Fate Stay Night, oh, to name a few. Um... <laughs> This series premiered January 5th, 2018. There's 12 episodes, which contain two stories each, and then there's also two OVAs that are going to be premiering after the series hits its run uh, to feature the Tomie storyline. Uh, the stories are being pulled from the Junji Ito Masterpiece Collection and the single-volume Fragments of Horror. Um, now, to talk about Studio Dean a little bit, Studio Dean's kind of a joke among the anime community nowadays because their quality is, uh, how you would say, lackluster. Yeah. They're, like, not up to... Yeah, guy. like, mm-hmm. Studio Dean's a studio that's been around since pretty much, like, anime hit its stride mm-hmm. in, like, the late 80s, um, and they've been doing series since, and they're one of the few stu- studios that's actually held on to being alive since then, but their quality has definitely, like, gotten worse as time has gone on. It was an ambitious uh, project to take on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially since Junji Ito's really really well known for like his art being very iconic and detailed mm-hmm. yeah and that's why I, I like it just fails here it just doesn't translate well yeah like for anyone listening and it could. Like, they've seen it, for anyone listening that hasn't seen Genji Ito's art you, you probably have and you're just not associating the name to the style but like if you if you've you, ever seen a picture of the people crawling into the holes oh the fault at uh yeah the, yeah, yeah the meteor fault is that's the one or, everybody knows. or the, the eyeball of the 
the eyeball of the girl swirling into the front of her face. Yeah, that's probably that's one really of the most popular well panels. That's from the Scar chapter in Yuzumaki, yeah. which is yep. um, that's probably his like most solid work. That was my first piece I'd seen because I saw Uzumaki and I thought it was Naruto, and boy oh boy was I wrong. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That was a that was a real messed up day of borders. Oh, dude. I'm pretty sure borders. Let me just pour one out for borders. I was like, no, let's pour one out for borders real quick. Yeah. I read I read Gyo before I read anything else. Oh no. Because like I remember I remember seeing I saw some stuff posted on like 4chan and someone posted some panels of it, of course. Uh, and I saw like the fucking weird fish robot thing flailing around that's not a shark scene and i was just like what the fuck is this Gio goes off the rails like it it's starts insane. off so solid and then it gets like the shark attack scene anyway. was like the thing that pulled me in and then i read the rest of it and i'm like this doesn't make any fucking sense oh god <laughs> the, all three of those are really good tell me yeah, yusumaki and Gyo, but like what i tell friends is like for every yusumaki there are 10 other stories that are just not good like okay weird. Oh, yeah. I, I like i this is i don't know if people i don't know if this is a, if this is a widely like jinji to work i love his cat it's diary cat, cat, cat diary diaries. is so good yeah. <laughs> he makes he makes the most mundane things seem really really fucking scary it's that art yeah. style it's yeah. not yeah. what's really weird is like i didn't really appreciate it until i tried to emulate it like as an artist and try and you know like oh this is you know, I'm going to draw something, but in the style of Junji Ito. And then you realize that those lines that come down aren't um, like, it's not cross hatching because he rarely ever crosses the lines. It's always straight down and they're deliberately messy, squiggly. And going back to the anime, it's like um, the only time they really use that on a character is I forget his name. I, the kid with the nails. He's, First episode. He's, uh, that's Soichi. So, okay, Soichi. He pops back in a few, and uh, like, like you know, they they have it on him, and they give him a they bit make of a him treatment. Look real gloomy. Yeah, yeah, but it's too it's too clean. And then on top of that, they add dark gradients, like bags under the eyes, or yeah, it just it, in an animation style, it didn't really work. But if you just go back and look at like Yuzumaki, like when that when that gritty line work is all over the place and it's consistent, it is it's gorgeous like and that's how you like jinjito is known for being creepy and you could look at a page where nothing creepy is even happening but it's yeah. just but, that art style is yeah almost. it's the way something is it's the way he designs his work just it's just like like you said it could be something very basic nothing's happening but it makes you feel uneasy looking at it mm-hmm. also looking at a lot of his work he doesn't really use any tones Mm-mm. He uses a little bit of shading, and a lot of his, it's all just, like, straight ink work. Yeah, it's all in that hatching, which is, like, then you watch the show, yeah. and they add, like, shades and gradients, and it's, like, this isn't really jiving together very well. Yeah, it doesn't really fit his style very well. I will say, in the episode where the the Crossroads one, the boy at the Crossroads, I think it's episode mm-hmm. three. Yeah. It, when, uh, when Mamoru is walking around in the fog. It, yeah, they Mamoru. have a, a really good moment where, uh. Or, or a good technique where they used some sort of you could tell it was like a computer effect where it was creating the fog but it oh, was like, like the black the black smoky kind of fog yeah but it was it was like horizontal lines aligning in thickness and 
separation to create. So it was like, it kind of looked like his line style, except it was like, you could tell it was some sort of like programmed filter. And I thought that was yeah. pretty genius, like approaching like from a, from like a technical standpoint, like how to, I just, you know, wish they could have done that filter anytime there was darkness or anytime there was uh, yeah, it would have it would have given the like the animation a little more life. You could tell they kind of cut corners because there's a lot of there's a lot of points in the animation where it's just like it's a still frame and like a person's just moving, and it kind of oh. reminds me of like the most recent Berserk animation. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, What's the episode where they go into the woods and they film and there's oh like, if it's uh oh, it's with the model lady? it's fashion yeah, model yeah. fashion yeah. They're, um they're, fashion model. I will total say, berserk moment just up and down moving it like out of all of the <laughs> out of all of the stories that is the one that was probably the most off putting to me yes because it was it was legitimately creepy yeah, that, that character that is very, really scary very creepy to me like everything about her it's just like like any little movement you're just like oh god like, ugh. Ugh unnatural yeah she's really creepy in the main so like in his so Junji Ito has like collections of short stories the dude's done an insane amount but um, yeah he's done a lot of work he's got um so flesh-colored horror is some of the original like Tomie stories before that was a whole uh kind of like envisioned thing yeah um you could definitely see like halfway through he kind of figured out like that Tomie was a you know like he's almost like making it up as he goes but those were originally a collection called flesh-colored horror and then he's also got museum of terror and that's where a lot of the stories in the anime are um inspired from they don't like i said the 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 neighbor in the window is the only one that's like direct like scene for scene yeah there's no there's not really a whole lot of direct translation like i recognize like bits and pieces but i'm like the stories didn't really play out like this no well and i feel like Mm -hmm. they also kind of like chopped them up weird when they put them in the episodes because like the one where was it the model one and then it goes right to the one with the doll the daughter that turned into a doll and i was like i don't give a shit this is just like one tiny little five minute thing the hell doll funeral yeah Yeah, like his daughter turns into a doll and they talk about how they usually burn their children after they turn to dolls mm-hmm. and then she just deteriorates into this shriveled up like but scary it was like the last five thing. minutes of the like other episode for yeah, real i thought that was like, like a, what? a preview of next yep. next episode or something and then it right? turned out that it was, was the it was content like three minutes that like was i feel co- like they cut like the way they decided to put these together were kind of like but it's also it's studio dean who also recently did neo neo yokio so like i Blah. Blah. Uh, I've never even heard of that. Is it bad? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, have you heard of the whole, like, you don't deserve this total wrong thing? Have you heard of that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, good. good. Okay, just leave it, leave it as it is. <laughs> it's real. It's it makes me curious how involved Jinjita was in the. In I feel like he wasn't. I feel like he wasn't. Like he just collected the check and signed off the rights and they did what they yeah. wanted with it? Yeah. Because I feel like if another studio had this, like, it could be so much better. Like, if A1 had it. A1 could have did pretty good like, with this. I feel like a Trigger, had, like, a Trigger so Junji Ito series would be fucking I don't know if Trigger could, like, Trigger... I think Trigger could with, like, the really great, like, animation line work stuff that they do in their fight scenes. I feel like it would work really well with this. Is Production IG still a thing? Yes. Production IG is still a thing. I'd like to see them do it. Have you guys seen Blood the Last Vampire? Yes. 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 So that one, um... Do you guys follow an artist, uh, Katsuya Terada? 
Really, really cool dude. He does like a lot of um, like erotic robot women. Um, he's been around for a while. He's, oh, I've seen his stuff. You, oh. Yeah, I'm sure if I showed you a JPEG, it would it would click for sure. The dude's got a distinct up, yeah. style, and he's the character designer for Blood the Last Vampire. And when they had him on board, um, oh yeah, Drew sent me a bunch of his stuff. He yeah, the dude's so, so cool. This is like Blood the Last Vampire the movie. It, yeah, there was a series that wasn't super Not hot. The TV show. No, yeah, yeah it, but, it was just no, the film. No, this is definitely the wait. Is that Vampire Hunter D? Vampire Hunter D is um, is different, um, but yeah. with, but with another like really like bringing in an artist to be the character designer, and then trying to make an animated translation like of that art, which failed I think with this Jinji Ito stuff. But like take like Blood the Last Vampire or uh, yeah Blood the Last Vampire, and how it animated uh, Katsuya Tarada's like art style. Like they used CGI to make it look sketchy. Like I think yeah. if they would have applied that same technology, which I can only imagine it's gotten better because that was like, dude, I was like a teenager when I saw that movie. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's old. They could have done Genji Ito style art and kept those like really distinct squiggly like fear lines and, and hatching and stuff like that. And it... Or if they could have just got like, you know, the studio that did the most recent Berserk anime to do this. <laughs> you know, whoever did Helsing Ultimate, I think would have done this very well. Ooh, yeah. Because that, that's what's missing is like all that deep that detail like everything's flat and then even when characters are put like from far away or shot from like far away oh god they look all they got little stupid. like tiny little dot eyes and, like a lame ass mo- yeah, yeah. They, look, they look like little in, like like the little in-betweens they used for dragon ball super really early on they look like clamp they look like clamp characters <laughs> yes they do Excuse yes you. they do <laughs> okay you've seen the you've seen the triple x holic anime it was kind of like that whatever the anime was rough it, it's bad. Well, Triple X Holic wasn't that great. Anyway. It's no, it's not. Was good. The manga was good. Did you guys, not Clamp's best work. Did you guys like Devilman Crybaby at all? I did. No. Eh. No. Eh. I think that's I was, that's a good example of uh, style over substance. Like yes, yes. I feel yeah. like all four of us are on the same page guess. here with Genjito, <laughs> where it's like we get, like we get what they were trying to do, and we see where they failed. And part of that might be to like the studio's budget or ability, but with Devil May yeah. Cry Baby, I've run into this thing where it's like I'll tell friends where I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't like it, and they're like, oh, well, you just don't get his style. Like, you <laughs> get that the animation is meant to be loose during these points and more realistic, where it wants you to draw focus and this and that. It's, it's like I've seen his good. previous work. I get yeah. that that's happened. that's his thing. It, I'm just saying that here it's done poorly, and it's a style that lends that, itself like, to shortcutting. And yes. It's, it's, his uh, it's, his Adventure Time episode was better than all of Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> I would agree with that. Uh, I just I wanted I wanted really I, really really hard to like. I feel like I feel like what happened with this series was they tried to make it a piece to a younger audience who doesn't know yeah. the work, where this should have been for the older audience that does know his work. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you could bring the you can bring the younger audience in with it regardless. I feel yeah, like. and with the be- with the better and like kind of scarier story. Because honestly, I'm kind of holding out for the Tomie. Tomie? I, I am though. too. Are they do- They're doing it. The last yeah, two episodes. Too, no, I don't, the last I don't, two episodes are going to be OVA. I don't have much hope for it. Unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like, but I feel like what's going to happen is because this happens with a lot of series. We've noticed. We talk about this on the show, is that 
the televised version that we're watching, like the Crunchyroll or whatever, the ones they get on TV, when this comes back out on Blu-ray, they're going to fix so much of this. They fucking Because should. they always do this. Like, even even with, with how bad Berserk was, when they show the previews for the Blu-ray, it looked like a completely different show. Huh, that's it odd. still doesn't look good, but it doesn't look it's like t- as awful <laughs> as it still, did before. It, still doesn't look it looks good. a little less like ass. Yes, they go back and but even like like when, like before they fixed all the Sailor Moon Crystal stuff. When the Blu-rays came out for the first season of Sailor oh, Moon Crystal, well, it looked amazing, yeah. and then they brought the Blu-ray stuff to the to the next season of the show. Yeah. No, that's that that's where it worked. Yeah, they like thought figured out their mistake there, but I didn't know you I could do that. Like just. George Lucas some shit between its syndication <laughs> yeah. and its Blu-ray release. Because you get the immediate feedback and it takes a while for them to put all those Blu-rays. So Yeah, that's true. They're like, oh shit, nobody's going to buy it if it looks like ass. Let's fix this. Let's yeah. fix it. It's, it's kind of like how uh, Hunter Hunter's manga is going where he just kind of like half-asses it and then he fixes it when the volumes come out. I didn't know you could do that. That's yeah, not... Dog, they... Cause, well, cause, you can't really do that, but he can do that <laughs> because of who he is. And the market over there for, for actually like physically buying and collecting these things is so much bigger than it is here. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it, it used to be big for me, but now I'm like, I don't have space for all this shit. So we're like, <laughs> we're now we only get season, uh, seasons of stuff where we used to get like a DVD that had like four or five episodes on it. That still happens over there for them. So like, if you're going to yeah. keep selling that, you need to improve the quality. All right. Over there, oh man! So when when you were like trying to get Drew to be on this episode to talk about Genji Ito, and Drew was like, oh, "You might want to talk Drew to." Drew threw Al. this on you so fast. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, I was like on it. You're like, you're like, oh, you think you know something about some Genji? I just uploaded a picture of my <laughs> Genji Ito bookshelf. Like, it's like, yeah, I sent I sent Vince, Vince the picture of it. Oh, See, dude. I wish I had more of the physical stuff, which I, I don't. We only have I only have Uzumaki right now, but like I've read every. You can get some. You can find almost every scan, but like over there, so like, th- their production level is really high, but they're not so. Um, and I'm making a generalization based on my you know one experience over there. Um, from from what I could gather, it seemed like they're not a culture of consuming. Uh, not a culture of like collecting everything. So like where we Westerners have more space and they want, you know, like one of everything. And, and it's like, Oh, I've got this entire collection here and I've got, you know, just like bookshelves of all this shit. And over there it's, um, they, they have these, um, these Mandarake stores that are like, you can buy all this cool stuff, but you can also go back and sell. So like we go and at the beginning of the day, there'd just be a line around the block and it'd be people with, uh, just cardboard boxes of manga. I should take all my Japanese all yaoi, yaoi to Japan, Japan and just be just like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with this anymore. Just move that product and get more. Because that's what they do. They still, like, if you go to their house, they'll still have, like, a wall of just books, but they're constantly, like, pushing out entire collections like um, oh, i don't really like this series anymore so i'm gonna get rid of this uh berserk's never gonna end so i'll just trade in all my all my berserk books oh dude i bought 38 like i bought like a like a whole thing of berserk books Stop. for a dollar a piece <laughs> well for 100 yen a piece yeah, it's a dollar it's so what i i'm gonna ca- i'm gonna cap you when we go to <laughs> <laughs> yo y'all we're might want to bring camp. like two extra suitcases when y'all go no, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna we're buy, gonna buy one, one there. there and fill it up. See, like, no, 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 no! Don't so. buy one there. It's 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 
they're so stupid expensive over there. It's that was you can my get, mistake. Our friends told us you can get a cheap one from um, Tokyo Hands, I think. Plus, I'm gonna get one of the fucking Phoenix Wright ones that they dropped like a couple years ago. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll find one. I'll find I just, one. Okay. when you guys nail down when you're going, suitcase. though, just be like, "Yo, we're leaving this and this thing." Like, "Yo, here's some money." Buying these stuff. I ain't doing that shit. I ain't running errands for nobody. <laughs> only, only certain Nah, fuck probably. that. I'm gonna buy my own shit. There were some tickets out of Damn, dog, Chicago that's rough. and that's Dallas. Rough, for like <laughs> 500. What? Yeah, it's. Well, we're not going till November, so they're still really, really high. Yeah. Oh, right at on. The moment. We got some so time. We're just like, I'm waiting for them to like. I'll be, I'll be drop. there again in August, or maybe Ooh, like mid-August. Yeah, I liked it during the winter. But, like, definitely, like, I, I'm going to bring empty suitcases or, like, you know, I'll bring... Just to fill with shit to bring back. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bring a suitcase full of Levi denim to sell or something. Or... <laughs> yeah. That's a smart idea. That's, yeah, they'll pay top dollar for some all quality, I, yeah, like, all I want yeah, from somebody like stone just denim. Just buy me Monster Hunter shit. That's all I want. That's all I want from Japan. Well, we'll definitely be going. I'm going to get you one of those nerd plushies. What? God. Oh. Um, so did you guys have anything, like, any episodes or anything that stood out for this series that you actually enjoyed? Just the longest, the longest dream was, like, the one that, like, really stood out for me. Yeah. It was sad. It's extremely sad. That girl was getting fucking terrified by this dude just barging into her room in the middle of the night. But it's just like, like, I, because besides Uzumaki, that was the... That was the second piece I'd seen from Junji Ito was that. Like, I saw, like, a random scan from it. Oh, really? And I, like, Google image searched it to see what it was. So I, like, read it, and I was like, this is really fucked up. Like, <laughs> let me, like, keep looking into his stuff. And that's what led me to keep getting more into, into, into Ito's work. But, like, everything else in this, I didn't, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I think that's a big thing for everybody that's seen this so far. I haven't seen anybody celebrate this show. No, yeah. not at all. Like, why watch this when you can just read it? Yeah. And like have that experience reading it. But it it, it, it makes me it makes me happy that they're doing the collection and they're not doing everything else. Yeah. Because like there's some stuff where like if they did it in this style, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to see Uzumaki in this. Hell no. Yeah, it's like I'm not invested in in these stories and or in these characters and so I'm like not my my hopes weren't raised. But yeah, if it was Yuzumaki, I'd have like an emotional Like there's this studio used to put out such good work and it's like what happened? Like Ranma and Hoshin, like the original Hoshin were fantastic. Like their old anime was great. And they got doing all the fate shit and was it just turned shitty. They did fate stuff in Neo Yokio. That's that's it. I've never even heard of that. There's like a million fate series, and I I hate every single one. God, they're all terrible. <laughs> they're all so bad. I feel like the I episodes mean, of the Ito series thing... that originated from hentai. So. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is fate, where would I even... the fate series? The fate series started out as like a, a hentai fate. game. Jesus. And now, and now uh, there's a Fate Stay Night game on the Nintendo Switch. So, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. How far they've come. It looks Hentai. real bad. Even, even the game looks bad. God damn it, studio. <laughs> 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 I 
hentai was how I got over the weight limit at the leaving Japan because I had had two giant bags of books and two uh, backpacks, and they were like, "Oh, you you think's like five pounds over limit," and so I had nothing but hentai on the outside pockets. So, oh, no. so I just opened it, and then I'd be like, "Okay, well, you tell me when I'm." When I'm down, you know, when I've reached 50 and I'm just pulling out the most like, <laughs> like the just covers. Vile, are, yeah. And it's like vile, disgusting hand. Oh, and, oh and it's not a Japanese dude at the airport either. It's just someone in shock. Just like, oh, that's good. You're good. 52 is fine. Like, that's all right. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. No, please put fine. that back in your bag. Please don't. Yeah. I don't want to know. But over there, they'll check you out and they're completely unfazed. Because this is, it's culture there. It's, it's yeah, it's it. Well, it's weird. Like I would scare people away, like fish in a pond. Like, like when me and my friends would go to a bookstore, they knew. And this is all we did on the trip was I was looking for Junji Ito, Sahira Maru, and Katsuya Tarada stuff, and that was it. So it's Hell like yeah. it was it was an errand to shop for books, but there was never like a bead curtain and a blacklight room with the no. hentai. It was just it was right <laughs> next to the cookbooks, and there were dudes in business suits. There were young men. It, it, just everyone was kind of coexisting in this hentai area and no one really minded it it's just when i would show up be like you know like my friends and i would roll in and i'd be like i'd see it and i'd be like, like oh you know where to find me like, like, like oh my god titties yeah and then they kind of you know the the bearded gaijin comes and they kind of like run away a little bit and you know, i'll be telling Devin, i'll be like oh this is the one i told you about when we were working at the antique <laughs> store i'm just like really loud enthusiastically like talking about that's gonna be me and lauren when we're in fucking japan oh, oh, man. Hentai, no. i'm gonna be hunched over like reading some hentai like snickering to myself i'm gonna like... walk away from you it's always like checking out with it too is so strange because i'll have like a lot of art books and i'll like you know it's like hidden under a pile of you'll, you'll do like you'll do the whole book. like i have to go buy condoms type of thing <laughs> Let me buy like uh, this. Let me put. Let me buy like this mayonnaise, this bread, some orange juice. Here's a box surprise, of condoms. Surprise! porn. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just like, like, like I've had the sweetest old ladies, to, 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 like little mom and pop shops, checking me out, just like unfazed, and I'm, I'm like physically like preparing for when they like get to it in the stack, and I'm like, <gasps> they just. And then they just give you this look, and they're just like, no. Oh, n- not even just like emotionally. They're like, okay, yeah. Like we wouldn't stock it if we didn't want to sell it. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, no. so I, I, cool. I would roll that shit. And be like, yeah, what's up? Buying titties. What's up? <laughs> I, I would have the most straight face this, the whole time. What, what are you gonna say? What? I'm giving you money. You're gonna you're gonna reach the moral dilemma where you're gonna find it for really cheap, used. Oh. <laughs> and, just, and you're just like oh man okay. half the pages are stuck together I, okay you're not even getting in this conversation you oh. that? with that yeah and use. You, yeah you have the junji ito windbreaker yeah i do is it like a knockoff yeah it's some bootleg dude the, i know exactly is what that the duckbill knockoff that you have that is the duckbill knockoff god yeah. it's that, so good that duckbill is fucking ridiculous it goes out like five inches it's so hard awesome. to find like Genjito clothing that's not like digital printed stuff from China or like it's all bootleg, but like oh yeah for sure. But like the windbreaker, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's uh I've seen it. Um, it's like one of the few like no one no one prints this stuff. Wait, and if someone oh. could just get a licensed clothing line going on, like oh yeah, I, for better or if worse, if Supreme, Supreme yeah, uh, don't do like this is making cost five million dollars. I'm so glad that I got a shirt, but like, 
It's so pointless that I couldn't even get like. I'm gonna find that picture of you. Oh, here's the, the picture of you in the jacket. I'm gonna send this to you, Alex. With the duck yeah. bill. Yeah. I saw. I just, uh, I'm looking through Junji Ito on like Google Images, and the uh, one of the panels from Glyceride just came up, and it's the one of her brother squeezing out his zits onto her face. Uh, oh, awesome. On Facebook. <laughs> yeah, there was I, there was no body horror at all in this series. Like Junji Ito's had some pretty shocking like. Um, Gore was like really low key. Yeah. Yeah, the girl in the like, woods and the blood. There was. There that was, was like the most gore been showed in here. Was that puppets and stuff? I was just like, eh. And it, I, I mean, like you gotta give him some credit. It is kind of hard to, like Chen Chito's always been. Uh, his stories have been like, they get you with the splash pages. So it's like yeah. so many iconic moments that are really just one page in a thirty page story that are that resonate with us it's like these one moments where you turn the page and then you know he's popping his zits on her or her eyeball is spiraling into her forehead or you know it's or like Toby's these like, head is floating away yeah yeah it's like these one page reveals and these 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 moments in the show it's just it's not a format that can really yeah I mean, it could, if it was done right, it could capture these moments, but they, they had a real ambitious undertaking and it's just, I suppose you could build it up, but yeah. I just want, this just makes me want to read all of his stuff again. Which is what would be my recommendation. Oh yeah. I'd be like, fuck this show, just go and read like all his stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Go out, find everything that you can that's Junji Ito, even the bad stuff, and just read it, because you'll please probably find something go, that you like. go on Amazon and buy Cat Diary, please. If you have, especially if you have a cat, please. <laughs> have you guys read uh, Hellstar Remina? Hellstar what? Hellstar Remina. It's another. It's another really good one. No. It's weird. Like the the English release of it here is like five hundred bucks. It's out of print. But you oh, wow. can, yeah, you can find like a scan of it. It's a pretty oh, cool no, story. Oh no, I've read this one. It's really fucking weird. It's uh, it's got a planet. Oh, I've heard of this one. Yeah, yeah. that's all I'll say. That's a good one. Uh, he just yeah. put out another one. Um, so Shiver came out, and that's a collection of some smaller stories that are okay. It's definitely like the B stuff. Um, yeah. And then he put out the Melting Classroom which is a little funny and it's also a nod to his um uh inspiration uh if you guys read kazu i don't talk to people about this a lot so i don't ever pronounce these words so forgive me if this isn't okay okay. but i'm pretty sure his name is kazu umizu u-m-e-z-u drifting classroom drifting classroom yeah so, I've seen his artwork before, but I don't think I've ever read this, and now I want to because it looks like something that inspired Jujito. Yeah, he well, Jujito even wrote like a it small like short comic about right after Hiroshima. Yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. I would start with Drifting Classroom, and then he's got a, a horror theater series that's kind of just like short stories that are good. But um, I think Jujito even like wrote a small comic about how he was inspired by Kazu, and then like met him once and it was the highlight of his life or something like that i mean his you can definitely tell from his artwork 
the artwork is 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 gritty it, he has like kind of cute eyes and cute characters but they're always in like really fucked up scary situations mm-hmm. i mean there's a there's a kid hitting himself out? in the no. face with a hammer Go to, when did this come out because you can tell that you know i feel like it'd be really like fucked up if Ito just like dropped a hentai. Seventies, that's why. Oh god, no! If Ito just like dropped no. a hentai, imagine how fucked up that would be. No, no, no! That's gonna be some real fucked up. I mean, horror. that would I probably don't... that would probably be some like like mosquito lady or like bug lady stuff. Uh, yeah, I could see some trans. Uh, what's the word? Trans. I, where do you want this podcast to go, man? Because we can. It, it goes hey. wherever it pleases. Okay, what's the fetish where it's trans transpositor? What's the fetish where? Oh, it's ovipositor. Oh, it's okay. where the eggs are laid. You were so you, you, on the ball you with that. You jumped on that so quick. <laughs> a little too quick on the jaw. <laughs> or so you heard. <laughs> it's because I remember that the Vice did an article on one of those. Oh, like, the sex toy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex toys that laid like gelatin eggs inside of people. Yeah, no thanks. But ovipositor is actually like, it's a term for from insects. It's like bugs have that. Okay. I could, yeah. So I could see Genji to rock uh, so, that story. And Avapazir hentai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but no, Ka- Kazu Imaze. <laughs> have you guys read Gantz? Yes. 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 So Gantz is awesome because it's like, it, the drifting classroom is awesome in the way that Gantz is awesome. Where here's an environment, the stage is set, and here are all these unknown elements that it's gonna kill people. And guess what? Our story just allows us to shovel people into this grinder of like. <laughs> <laughs> like the drifting classroom is, it's about a class. It's about an entire school that, like, no spoilers, is teleported somewhere else. Like, or okay. it, you know, like all of a sudden the school is surrounded by desert, and there's stuff out there that will kill you if you leave the school. And it turns Lord of the hell? Flies. It, it, and of course, it, kids leave the school and get murdered. And oh yeah, the teachers go nuts. It it goes Lord of the Flies immediately. But like, That's anytime fantastic. a problem arises or anytime something pops up. The, you can tell uh, Umize that the writer is just like, oh, here, let's introduce this threat. And because it's a school and we have no real number of like how many students there how were, students let's just shovel students. 50 kids into this like situation where they can't kill. I really need to that do sounds this because awesome. it sounds like something that I would enjoy. What was that Japanese horror movie with the classroom where everyone just starts like getting their like brains blown out and stuff? Oh, mm. um, that was based off of a recent... It's old. I own it somewhere. <laughs> but it's like all takes place in the classroom. And it's kids, kids playing games to, to not die. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. This sounds right up uh, my alley. We gotta figure this out. Um, there was a there's a manga for it, and I was reading it recently, like in the what? last year or two. Um, but they did a movie for it. It's old. It's I don't know. I don't know if we were talking about the same thing then. Yeah. Have you guys seen Hasu? It's a live action film. House. It's got the cat, the painting of the cat. I have not. I don't think so. Oh. De- definitely. It's H-A-S-U. It's House or Hasu. Um, it's really abstract. It's definitely like a what the hell kind of movie. Um, it's part of the Crichton collection. It's really good. Uh, the same director. I asked because the same director made a drifting classroom movie which i huh. i came into possession of and haven't yet watched 
me and my girlfriend are like saving it for a night. We just want our minds thoroughly blown because it looks bizarre. Oh no, yeah, like it's it seems like it's the movie that makes you like not trust your senses or your surroundings or like. How just popped uh, up? Vince. Oh, dude, if you guys watch Hasu, it, you'll get... Oh, it's so good. Is the the, it, the, the movie we're talking about, is there Kamisama no Itori? Um, I don't... Let me read the synopsis. Uh, Takahata Shun's day at high school begins just as normal and boring as ever, but it doesn't end that way. After a teacher's head explode, he and his classmates find themselves forced to play children's games such as Dharma. Yes, yeah. that's that. Ooh, what's it, what called? Is it called? Kamisama no Itori? I'm gonna just Yes, okay. So it's um it's God is challenging them I'm gonna post to Discord. play games. Nice. Why is the first thing I see sex? <laughs> Why are these characters I mean, fucking? That might be a game for somebody, I don't know. <laughs> yes, it is that one. They did a they did a movie a live action movie about I that. I didn't recently. tell you the, the the Google search I did for yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's not what I was talking about. The Google search I did for that manga kids playing games not to die. And yep. it was the, <laughs> it was the third result. Yep, that's uh that's pretty. Were you playing about? Are we talking about Osima game, Lauren? I don't remember. It's from like the t- early two thousands. This something. looks like it's early two thousands. Is it King's game? No, it's not animated. It's a live-action movie. It's a whole Japanese horror movie. Um, there's a movie for it. No, it's old. It's not Battle Royale, is it? No, it's not Battle Royale. Hmm. Uh, Or Suicide Club? And all... Suicide Club no. where all the girls jump in front, in front of the train. Yeah, it takes yeah. part. That movie got real fucking weird. Yep. Um, puzzle pieces. Flesh puzzle pieces. Uh, boy, I'm looking at our questions list, and this is gonna be really good. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I read. So I read let's, let's, let's 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 wrap this up. We get to questions. Okay. <laughs> uh, so to wrap up, uh, we expected more. The series isn't very good. I would recommend reading the manga over watching the series. I give the series a solid like four. I give it like a like a two. Like this is it's such a hard no three. for me. It's pretty poopy. Yeah, same yeah. here. I I don't think I'd ever revisit this. Blu-ray revisions be damned. I think I might just kind of. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Like I can you know having it be like not only the B stories but like different versions of the B stories like that's okay it, if they would have done this to Yuzumaki or that's where I would experience a little bit of fan entitlement and be like upset and be angry like I would be angry if this was done to a better title but seeing as it's just the side I'm like yeah okay yeah um so let's get into uh, which it. question are we doing we start first? with the Yahoo as always we have to start with the Yahoo okay so for the Yahoo I'm I gotta do this one where can I find sites, agencies, etc., on how to get involved in hentai voice what? acting? What are we doing? What is this? So, one of our <laughs> our buddies, uh, our our biggest fan, Brian, turned into a buddy uh, and fellow co-host, sends us Yahoo's for us to, to read, and they're about anime stuff. Oh and my god, that's awesome. The question we got from Yahoo... Let me do this one again. Yeah. Uh, 
So the Yahoo question is, where can I find sites, agencies, etc., on how to get involved in hentai voice acting? <laughs> and I mean, that's what Google's. I honestly for. have no answer for this, but the first answer to this is, is this person like had their shit ready. Uh, best answer: If you go to anime cons, they usually have voice acting contests. The person with the best voice is admitted into making of a dubbed anime and can usually play a part. I know that they did it last year for Anime Boston, and this year they did hentai voice acting, so I'm sure if you posted on your closest con forums, they would answer. Oh my god. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure how you would break out into that. Field. I don't... Maybe you'd just be really good at making, like... When has a hentai ever been, like, dubbed ah! for America? Oh no! I'm so embarrassed! Oh god. I just, like, like every... reverse engine... So, like, you know, watch an episode of Bible Black get to the credits and then <laughs> and see what company is doing that yeah find out who the studio is and uh, and hit them up i don't know what this con cost put together... uh, contest stuff is like do you put together a demo reel <laughs> oh my god oh, <laughs> i mean you have just, to it's just you but like in a microphone like... slapping like raw beef and like... what yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what my issue is on the phone is a lot of this, the a lot of the the <laughs> companies that that do the American voice acting for this stuff are usually like subsidiaries of like big name companies. So I'm sure like one of these subsidiaries like Funimation probably. Yeah. What's it, what's Funimation's fucking smut offshoot studio? I think it's probably all like shadow work, man. I bet they just. It's probably some really like no name thing that like puts out a bunch of stuff. It's, it's the remnants. Of the, it's the remnants of uh, manga. So I'm so I'm sure like in some like in some really offshoot Skull? hentai is like Christopher Sabat and just like oh god. I guess Steve Bloom couldn't do any because I'd be like oh I know that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just his normal speaking voice. There's no way to get around that one. Yeah. Steve Bloom doesn't really go outside of his normal speaking voice for many of his voice roles. No, he just sounds no. like Goku all the time. He's... Oh, dude, I saw him in person at uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con two years ago, and I got I brought over a, a copy of my Bebop poster for him to sign and one to give to him. And what I didn't know was that like these voice actors like have prints for sale at their table, mm-hmm. where they you know that that's you got to pay for the print and you got to pay for the autograph, and it's a whole hustle. But yeah. uh, w- when I went up to him, it, he sounds exactly like Spike. Like it's no, you know, like he was like, he's like, oh, you're the dude who drew this. I see this at every con, man. He's like, it's good to meet you. All right. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like getting. And you're just like, oh, my God, it's Spike. <laughs> it's like Spike oh, praising shit. me. And, but then when I got over that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm I'm interfering with your hustle, dude. Like, no one's buying, you know, like, I was like, oh. I was like please don't get me in trouble. Like, but he's like, he's like, hey, I've been waiting for you. Cease and desist. Like. Oh God! Go. But he had, he had seen it, and people were getting it signed, and the praise made my day. It was, it was really cool. But it's exactly great. like there's no on and off switch. So if that guy's in a hentai, and it's like you know, like I, I oh God, teacher, I had no idea you were felt felt about me this way. It'd be like that's <laughs> that's fucking Spike. What the fuck? Just just mid sesh. Like wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> like you're, you're in the middle of charging your crystal, and you're just like wait, hold on. In the middle of charging your crystal. (laughs) Oh, Oh, just mid crank. Oh man, that sounds like Spike (laughs) Spiegel. 
fantastic. Jesus Christ. Um, What's another question? Are there more of these? Yeah, we have more questions. Uh, Our next question, Brian actually sent us a real question. He sent us this last week, but he sent us the two Yahoo's last week, so we used those. Yeah. Um, He asks, who are some characters who deserve better story arcs and development? Who are some that got better than they deserved? Um, One character who deserved a better story arc is uh, Judo in uh, Berserk. Yeah. I wanted to know more about him because he was just all around a fucking bad motherfucker. Uh, Akihito from Beyond the Boundary. Okay. They gave so much background to Mirai. Like there was like three episodes just for her background yeah, they stuff. Did. Yeah. But the main character Akihito got nothing. That's because he was a fucking Mary it's, Sue. It, well, Whatever. It came out fucking plain-faced ass MC. Oh <laughs> they only fucking made that show so you could drool over fucking Mirai because she's cute. She was real cute. But this is not the point. <laughs> the point is, like, the the main focus of the whole show is Akihito, and he had shit for development. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until, like, the end you found out all this shit, and you are like, oh, okay. But they were just like, yo, let's devote three episodes to Mirai and how sad her shit is. Like, okay, cool. But what about the other main character in this show? You got anybody, Lauren? Anybody who you want to know more about? Also, for the second I, part of the answer, my answer is Mirai. She got more development than she deserved. <laughs> is this like any series? Yeah, like, anything. Anything. Oh, okay. That's what makes it hard because then you have to like rack your brain over what's like. Yeah. Which I'm like awful at on the spot. At the, at, off the top of my head, I'd like to know more about Wolfwood from Trigun. Um, yeah. From what I understand, yeah. the I think in the ma- with the manga, which I haven't read, I I, I guess Trigun it's Maximum more about they expand upon a story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I'd heard that. Um, which, if you haven't read Trigun Maximum, you you should, because there's a lot that they leave out. I heard it was really good. Oh, it's real good, and the art is fantastic. Um, who else? Who deserved better story arts? Well, what about who who didn't deserve what they got? How about the who second? Didn't, who got better than what they deserved? Um, Kenshin, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, that's cold. I'm kidding. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a series that I liked but would want to remove. Sasuke got more than who deserved. I don't give a fuck about Sasuke. Yeah, he did. Actually, yeah, I would yeah, say Sasuke. No, fuck totally. Sasuke. <laughs> Fucking prick-ass little bastard. I, mm, I'm so ready for some Naruto episode. He was everyone's have, favorite for a while. We didn't have Connor talk shit about Sasuke. Until, That's all. He was I'm my like. favorite until Rock Lee came on the scene. And I was like, "Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this thick eyebrow motherfucker?" I think. Oh, I know I who you're think, talking about. I think Rock Lee deserves better story. I'm so ready for Sasuke for for the episode where we have Connor on here and he just shits on and Sasuke for like an Sasuke hour. For an hour. That dude's hella cute. You're talking about the one with the big eyebrows and the yeah. green yeah, and purple. Yeah, dude, the shit. I of all the Naruto stuff I've seen, like that's probably the only character that's interested me to to look into it more. Rock Lee is like one of my. Cute. He's probably my. He he vies for my first favorite character. It's between him and like Shikamaru. I, so. hmm. I if if anybody follows me and Connor on Twitter, by the way, you can see me gaslighting him about Sasuke all the time on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, Sasuke shit pops him, I'll like, attack his ass. What that. other, what other characters deserve better story arcs? Uh, what character died too soon? A lot of characters. <laughs> Maybe like Kamina. Yeah. No, he had enough. Like, I... Grimjow. <laughs> I'd 
say the entirety. I'd say that Ichigo got better than what he deserved for the entirety of Bleach. Yeah. yeah the manga should have stopped where where the anime stopped and it kept going. The manga should have stopped uh, after they beat. That's what that's where the anime stopped. It stopped after they beat Aizen, and the manga just kept going. The manga was like, "Here's two more story arcs that last three years." I will say, I will say, Grimjaw's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's about it. The entirety of Bleach got better than it deserved. Cowboy Bebop's main story arc was only like four episodes i wouldn't mind knowing more about julia and uh, vicious julia julia's yeah. a bitch yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> julia's a bitch you know, there's a series that it's a favorite series of mine it's a it's a mecha series like that's obvious of course um, it is kevin but a series just in general that deserved more than what it got big o big o is pretty big o was really big o was japanese batman yeah that's yeah. Yeah. It definitely um, had that like Art Deco style of like New Adventures of Batman. Yes. Yeah, yeah like everything's a point. Like everything. It stood out so hard compared Thing to everything else that was on, like a tsunami back in the day. I think that's why I probably didn't like it. I don't know. I was like, everything's like a square. <laughs> I was I was also super into like the Batman cartoons. Like the style crossover was like cool. The Bruce Tim esque style. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what other animes? I can't really think of anything right now yeah. off the top of my head. So let's, uh, this question, I, I love our next question that we have. Um, it's from uh, Cute Monster Prop. What's up, Kyle? Shout out to Kyle. He makes some cool shit. Uh, awesome. Oh, Kyle. He made your fat Pikachu thing, fat right? Pikachu. It's so good. He's just hanging out Hi, with Hi, Kyle. Uh... He asks, what is your favorite thing that is or feels like it was inspired by Junji Ito? What is unique about his style of horror that sets his work apart from authors like Lovecraft, Stephen King, etc.? Uh, favorite thing, uh, P.T. Hmm. Oh. Which bums me the fuck out, because Silent Hills is never going to happen. Wait, wasn't... I thought Junji Ito was on the on the payroll for that. He was. Okay. <laughs> He was directly involved, and I'm super. I didn't know that. If you watch that, if you watch that full yeah. trailer of Silent Hills with the big hand coming down the hallway, crawling, yeah. that's, that's totally GG. Totally yeah. yeah, I thought um, he was. They were paying him for his. Oh god. <sighs> uh, like just thinking about that makes me sad. I know. Man. I mean, I can't think of like, like Del Toro and fucking Kojima and Junji Ito. Oh, that could have been the best. Are you fucking kidding time. me? Like. That would have been amazing. Because he would have been blowing it up lately on, fucked it up on Twitter and Instagram with uh, oh, Death Stranding stuff. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do something else. I don't know. Um, there, there was a video game that was inspired by... Uh, I should have bookmarked it for this podcast. I'm, sh- I'm sure if you look up Jinji Ito uh, video game, you'll find it. It's, it's, um, it's like a story-based PC game. Uh, where the inv- like it's, it's openly said it's you know, Jinji Ito the video game. And you World kind of, of horror? Uh, maybe. Let me see if I can't find it. You know what I feel like was kind of pushed through? Um, was kind of yep. like... World kind of, of just, kind of just had a good inspiration from it. Doki Doki Literature Club, in all honesty. That feels like some shit Junji Ito would write. Uh, I don't know anything about that game, and I need to play it because I haven't managed... I've managed to not spoil it for myself I yet. Was, yeah, same, same here. No spoilers. The entirety from... of that game feels like something Junji Ito wrote. 
Well, I'm gonna have to play it it's now. It's very um, good. Even honestly, honestly, I watched and I haven't watched this shit in years. I watched the Game Girls play through it. It was fantastic. Okay, I need to play it. Um, about the second part of the question, which I actually enjoy, uh, what is unique about his style of horror that sets his work apart from authors like Lovecraft, Stephen King? For one, you um, can see. It. I would, I would say he kind of falls more in the realm of like almost like Cronenberg, where it's a lot of body horror and just like it, it makes you feel and, physically uncomfortable. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the uh, unnervingness of it all, I think, is like heightened with him. Yeah, I think like what we what, what we said earlier. With the fact that, like, even in the non-horror stuff, like, just normal shit that's happening, you feel uneasy reading. Yeah. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with Stephen yeah. King, you're like, oh, something's gonna happen. Like, it's whatever. And, like, Lovecraft gets, like, spoopy and stuff, but it's not, like, I, like, when I've read stuff, like, I have it. Horror, it's not, like, I feel uncomfortable <laughs> after Yeah. It. Like, this just kind of makes it queasy. Well, the running joke with Lovecraft is it's, like... It's, it's like the unknown and the undescribable. It's like every, like where Junji Ito has a very graphic splash page is the climax of like, oh, the dude broke his spine and put himself in a spiral in a bucket. Like, like Lovecraft is always, it's always like, and what he saw was unspeakable, it, yeah. undescribable <laughs> horror that I like, can't even begin to write about. Trust fucking, me, it was awful. Like The fucking end of Amigo phone, yeah. you see a dude twisted up inside of a fucking rock. Yeah. Also, here's a little bit of anti-Semitism on top of that. <laughs> also, for <laughs> the first part of this question, for, um, for better or worse, though, it's like it, 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 Ito like does do a lot of reveals, and sometimes, like sometimes he ruins a lot of short stories with like, you know, like they could have ended right here and been fine, but then the next chapter yeah. is like, what? Well, what happened was, you know, and it, it, he, you know, it's like the, the celebrity had died while recording the song, and that's how her voice came to haunt, you know, like a lot of his like smaller stories. They're just they would have been so good if they ended like two pages sooner. I feel like I feel like that happened a lot with his earlier stuff. Yeah. His later stuff, he definitely does that a lot less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to. Then at the same time, he did start doing this as a hobby. That's very true. He was a dentist. Like, yeah, him being a dental mind. assistant and then coming to this. Which I feel like, like, is there some shit that he's done about teeth? Because, like, I feel like oh, he could write no. some real weird shit about teeth. Because that's, like, that's a recurring nightmare I have is, like, like my teeth falling out and shit. Like, Me too. And I hate it. I feel yeah, like Jinji could do that and, like, that would do some, that would sell some ducats, like. Yeah, it's weird territory. I'm surprised he hasn't. Because it's, like, a reoccurring uh it, common it's stress dream like, that people have where you just oh pulling God. out your own teeth and well it was, it was like i'd be talking just like all my teeth fall out and it's like that's oh i hate that shit so much is it ever really graphic where like it's like that one episode of ren and stimpy where like he's pulling the nerves out of his little gum holes uh, oh yeah i'll have dreams where i'm like pulling my teeth out but then there's still like things that are like if you're like when you pull like lobster arms out and there's nerves that go all the way yeah, through. Yeah, there's the like the little, the little stringy bits okay, left I, over. Yeah, um, but it feels so good. That's what's crazy. It's like in my dreams, there's... it's never like in pain. It's, See, it doesn't. Yeah, for me, I'm it's just, just like, like, oh, thank God. Well, like the relief is like, oh, those those teeth were killing me. I had to get them out. For you, it's more just like they fall out. Yes. No. For me, it's just like they fall me, out. It's more like one starts feeling loose and it just gets looser and just like falls out and shit, and then all the, all of them start. Mine just start falling See, out. Like, 
me, I'm like, it feels like a, almost like a relief to take them all out. And then eventually that like expands onto like pieces of the jaw or, or like it'll go so far as like I take off my hands and there's like a minute oh, so of... You, you go more of like a poltergeist way where he's like picking at his face and then he just starts pull, pulling the flesh from his face? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whenever I think about poltergeist, yeah. I always think about that shit from Family Guy where he turns into Hank Hill when he does that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I hope I hope we've answered this question. But uh, there's one part one, one part I do want to add to this um, because this I thought this was a part of the question that, that would have been in here. Like there's so much stuff that does homages to his work. Like there's there's a very good scene in Steven Universe that's just all about uh, Amigo Fault where like Amethyst finds her hole and she's like I fit perfectly and just slides back into it. And I was oh, like, cool. I was like, that's really. This is my hole. Up. It was made for me. Yeah, she, she's like, oh, this is the hole I was birthed out of. Check this out, and just slides backwards into it. I was like, this is really messed up because, like, I'm sure some some kid has seen that on 4chan or whatever kids get on anymore. And I was like, that's messed up, dude. Why would you put that in the kids' on cartoon? Roblox or Minecraft. <laughs> I really we got like... one more question, right, Kev? Yeah, I want you to read this question. I really want you to read this question. Okay. Uh, this one comes from our good friend Elliot uh, at Datterface. Thanks, Elliot. Uh, think of an anime that you hate. Now imagine that your parent is getting married to that anime's dad. Now you are forced to live in the same house as an anime you despise. Say something nice about your new step anime or you're grounded. There's nothing nice I can say about the Fate series. No, I think you mean SAO. Uh, SAO, that's immediately what I went to. It was just SAO. Uh, I guess Kirito's got kind of a cool jacket. That's it's kind of cute. That's, that's about all I got. So the series is our stepmom? The series is your step anime. And you have to say something nice about the series that you hate, or you're grounded. Oh, and you man. don't want to be grounded. Shit. They'll take away your anime and video games. Oh, um, I I guess it's cool that like Ruby <laughs> tackled you... uh, that they tried to do something. Hey, Ruby. Yeah, yeah, he Ruby. did. Yeah, he did. That's that's like, real good. Oh my god. I you know they, good for you. They definitely pioneered doing a full CG series and making it popular. They pioneered yeah. shit. They stole all that shit the first season. You guys gave it a shot. Okay, I've got, I've got one. I've got one. Uh, it's so good that Black Clover wanted to be Naruto. It's it's real good that they wanted to be Naruto with magic. <laughs> uh, Asta has a really nice headband. Believe it. No, he doesn't. Believe <laughs> it. Oh Date Bayo. Um, what other animes do I not like? I mean, I mean I Alex hit Ruby, and that's that's one that I definitely don't give a shit about. Yeah, I, I never. Really it's it's you know it's not one that I actively hate, but it's like it gets on my nerves like a lot. Oh man, it's so great that Luffy hasn't found the One Piece yet. <laughs> uh, I will say that um, the animation quality of Attack on Titan is like ten out of ten. That's about, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, production ID did so really? it. Like, yeah, they did, man. Production ID did, did fucking Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's one that, like, because I have a print for that, and when people tell their cool cousin story about Titan, I'm just kind of like, I don't... 
I definitely I, I cut them off. I'm like, I don't, I don't watch this shit no more, dude. Like, I, I loved the the manga, the series the manga was good animated for a well, bit. but like the story is garbage. Went to shit. Garbage. It went to absolute shit. It became a political drama, and then it like went completely downhill after that. That's what I heard. Like, it got into like the royalty and the the uh, the yeah the, the lineage of the. And, yeah, and it's like I'm so glad Berserk came back and tried to go in a new art direction. <laughs> it's it, it, I feel like that's I feel like that's not hate. That's just like depressing. Yeah. Like absolutely depressing. I'm I'm so glad Tiger Mask W came out and tried to be a thing. I can't like I don't really like focus too much on. It's like a it's it's like a it's like an art form that I'm not. Like, there's the classics, and then everything new, I might give a shot, but I'm not super invested in, Because like, we watched so much shit for this show, and I just, like, I I have to check out the first episode of everything before I put it on the list. So I watched some of the stuff. That's gotta Fucking, some of the stuff fucking sucks. There's so much garbage that you have to wade through now. I, and I have to wade through wow. all of it, and it sucks. <laughs> it just, it just makes me miss a lot of, like, it just makes me miss that old school aesthetic of just like really gory, really like detailed fucking animation. I just want, the, I just want really the old really art style from like old Gundam Wing and shit like that. I want that back. I want some fucking like I want some Gundam Wing. I want some fucking like Escaflone shit. I want old Tenchi Muyo. I want like Giver and fucking Ninja Scroll. Ooh, ooh mm. It's fun like when a kid younger than me is like, yeah, but you don't understand. You understand like animation is. There's like sweatshops and it's like really hard to do and and this and that so it's like Wait. this is good for what we're getting and it's oh, like no that's Alex, why it was you? great you, is because I'll be thirty next month. I'm the oldest still. Yeah. <laughs> old man anime ain't that old. Old but. man anime indeed. But you know it's like it's like yeah no I I get that it's a labor of. You know, but that's what made it great, and that's what sets it apart. Because I can see a lack of conviction in newer anime. Like I can see oh, where sure. corners have been cut, and good for the person who, you know, gets to go see their family at night. And you know, like I'm glad that these people are being worked to death. But like, the ones that did make that sacrifice back in the day, like their work stands the test of time. That's very true. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I still you know, watch Dragon Ball. But like, yo, this is fantastic. Well, like, CG's taking over everything, too, and it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And nowadays, anime is just churned out so that people can make money off of merch. Which, so. Like, I won't lie. Yeah. I really hate, like, all the mecha stuff going, like, CG. CG. I hate it. Like, uh, you mentioned CG. Like, Knights of Sidonia and shit. And the, well, there's one series we're going to watch later this season that's CG. What? The New Fist of the North Star that's coming out. What? Like, of all is the things that the don't Star need to be CG. CG. It's going to be CG. It's going to tie into the new game. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, wait. So uh, is the, is it gonna look like the JoJo games? I think because so. If it looks like if it okay, looks like that, different. then it might I be think okay. it's supposed to look like those. Okay. okay. Then it might be okay. I'm really pumped for that fucking Fist of the North Star game. Because maybe people have made Yakuza like, games. If it looks like yeah. what is it, Safari oh, cool. or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, Kimono Friends? Kimono Friends. Safari Friends. Same thing, pretty much. Um, I'll check that out because I just started playing the Yakuza games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good! Yeah. Pretty fun. So good. That's, yeah. that's a, that's that's a, that's something that I'd love to see you do something with this with some Yakuza shit. I would. That'd I be would cool. love to see a Yakuza poster. Yeah. I've been I've been playing it, and then I'll watch my girlfriend play it. Um, getting through Mommy, one. Zero. 
Uh, That's the, Kiwami, the, yeah. The HD Kiwami. remake of one. And then Kiwami 2 comes zero. out later this year. And then 6 is coming out. Yep. Yeah. It's, two Yakuza. it's like two Yakuza games come out a year now, which is fantastic. Cool. I want to cosplay Majima real bad. <laughs> Lauren will ask me uh, questions around the apartment, and I'll be like, Nani? <laughs> like uh, trying to get out of taking out the trash, and just disappearing behind a corner, like, Nani? <laughs> uh, that was a fun episode. This is fun. So, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for your questions. Uh, let's, let's, yeah. let's get to wrap this thing up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, uh, Alex. Alex, where, yeah, where can we find you? uh on the internet mostly on instagram uh that kid who draws i've been old man anime's been doing this for a while i used to be a kid who drew so instagram facebook pretty much anything it's that kid who draws you also got your um, website on there with your store yeah that kid where i've got all these prints and then also a list of like all my upcoming cons of like where i'll be uh Oh, you're coming to C2E2, aren't you? Yeah, C2E2 is the next one. And I'll, I'll have See you there. I'll have a little something special for C2E2. Oh, a new, a, a new shit. print, hopefully printed in time. Oh, shit. Don't do that to me, Alex. I can't go. Don't do that. Oh, it's going oh, it's to be, be good. It's going to be relevant, I hope. Like, don't make me, don't make like, me come down to Austin uh, and come hunt that like, ass down. <laughs> like, maybe an FLCL print. Ooh. Bitch, you might buy me that. I'll give you some money for that. <laughs> I, I got you, homie. You say I'd be. I would have died at Magfest had you not helped me out. Dog, so. yo, you gotta. Okay, you gotta I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you the realest shit right now. I'm gonna tell you the realest shit. This is. This is real. So when we first hung out that first night, I knew. I know. I knew who that kid who draws was. I didn't know like what you looked like or anything. So I didn't know who the fuck you were. When we hung out that first time, and then Kim <laughs> said something to me. I was like, oh shit. I was like. I was like, yo. He murdered the younglings that first night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you? Are, you? are you that kid who draws his dad? The whole fucking first night of MAGFest was us going to get alcohol and then dropping a case of beer in the Gaylord, like right in the entrance oh, of the and Gaylord. Me, like, and me playing uh, Choices on the radio and just being like, <laughs> yo, you guys heard the this song. <laughs> god that's funny yeah, that's dude, I'm the song the that we listened kinda... to the entire fucking weekend because glenn didn't let that shit go yeah if i leave anybody here with anything tonight it should be uh, choices parentheses yelp everybody that's this this is homework for everybody that's listening please go listen to that fucking song <laughs> actually no go watch the music video because there's a music video for it <laughs> it's pretty good too this? it's called choices yelp by e40 But yeah, man, I'm I'm very much like behind it. the curtain. Like I don't, I, I'm I'm doing like I'm branching out into some more video stuff now. Like I'm trying to document. Uh, your video stuff looks pretty pretty legit so far. I'm, Thanks, man. I'm, yeah, I've been watching your previews on your Instagram story uh, with that uh, your little Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so hard. Like I find moments. It's, it's to edit goofy stuff. It's so tempting to like try, try uh, to be Kev- serious and wanting to do that. Kev, where can we find you? You can find me at Kev Bobbitt on Twitter. You can find me at KB King Size on Instagram. Don't ask me why they're different. They just are. Uh, also on Twitter for this show, and you can find me every two weeks on Neat Saltcast. Our first episode is up on SoundCloud. We'll be on iTunes real soon. Real soon. 
Uh, Lauren, where can we find you? You can find me at Miss Silver Fox. Um, it's MS underscore Silver Fox, one word, on Twitter and Instagram, though I've been a bit inactive lately. So, I don't know. I'll get back on it soon. <laughs> Vince, where can we find uh, you? You can... You can find me at Vince, that's V-E-E-N-C-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I post on my IG story a lot. Twitter, I just kind of bitch, and I think I'm private right now because I'm looking for a gerb. Uh, and Instagram, I have not, haven't been posting a whole lot because nothing interesting has really been going on lately. Um, don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Next week, we'll be back with Card Capture Sakura Clear Card. Ooh, we're going to watch some uh, little boys and little girls next week. Why do you always got me shit weird? <laughs> weird. I did that last time. Can, can we do a bonus round shout out real quick for anyone that came to this episode just for Junji Ito related horror manga? Yes. To oh, yeah. also check out, uh, I, I really want to push, um, he's one of my favorite artists. Uh, his name is Suhiru Maru. Uh, he's a horror manga artist from the 50s. His stuff's a little hardcore in content, but the art style is absolutely gorgeous he paints these amazing covers and he draws these really good short stories that i think if, if you if you're here for Junji Ito, put sahira maru in your pipe and smoke it i think you'll I've like seen it his work before uh, odds are you have if you've come across like the eyeball licking he's got some uh. he's got some fetish stuff in there he's got some mm. a lot of like post-world war ii iconography that's a little hardcore but uh it's it, it's so gorgeous. Like, it's so beautiful. The stuff is good. The stories in and of themselves are a little rough, but the, if, if you're into Junji Ito for the art, I think you dig Sahira Maru. Also, awesome. Junji Ito's inspiration, uh, Kaizu Umize with uh, uh, Drifting Classroom. I just, okay, nice. real quick, real, just real quick, because I'm still looking at the show notes and I have the questions pulled up. Uh, something inspired by Junji Ito. This has popped in my head. Fucking Parasite feels like the most inspired thing from Junji Ito. Yeah. I can see that. I, I enjoyed I Parasite Maxim as yeah. far as newer animes go. Like, that show is yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, please don't forget to send your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag shonenasks. I have been tonguing my cursed armholes, Vincent Perez. I've been strung up so I can be a ballerina, Lauren Russell. I've been banging my head on the street sign, Kevin Bobbitt. And I'm closed my show notes too early, uh, Alex Jacarino. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> See you next week, guys. Bye. Guys. Bye. Did did I have an outro? Oh no, I was just supposed to say it. I've been Alex Jacarino. Fuck. <laughs>